All right, you ready for this? Absolutely. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, hello and welcome to the Church Office Podcast. My name is Gavin Smith and it's a joy today to welcome you to our Church Administration, Church Admin and Ops Podcast. We love talking about the work of ministry behind the scenes and uh, our special guest today is uh, Gavin Courtney from Church Street. Mate, thank you for joining us on the podcast. Not a problem at all. Thank you very much for inviting me. It's uh, it's great to have you on, and I, I can't believe that it's been two years since the last time we got you on the podcast. It's just flown by. Um, I remember sat being sat in your what was then new offices, and there was only a few staff there because really COVID was just kind of destroying everything, mm-hmm. um, and everyone was at home, weren't they? For you, um, so tell us a bit about how's how's life in Church Street. How's how's the team, and and what you what you guys are getting involved in and doing. Fill us in. Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it it feels like we're in a really kind of exciting time. Um, we, we're continuing to grow um, in all kinds of senses in terms of both the, like the products and what we're what we're trying to do. We're always trying to make sure that we're um, at the kind of at the forefront and um, building things that are really helping to support the felt needs our customers are talking to us about. Um, there's more and more customers coming along. Um, it's just, yeah, it, it's... It, it's a real honor to kind of be where we are and to yeah. i guess just continually see god's faithfulness of bringing more and more churches towards us and and in response we want to try and be faithful of listening understanding and, and building and supporting all those churches um as, as best as we possibly can so yeah really exciting time uh it's great i mean they're over if you if you don't know about church suite then then look them up straight away because um they are an absolute joy to work with and, and the software uh, makes a huge difference. I, I know you are one of the biggest fans for uh, church admin and operations staff that I know who say, "Have you got church suite? Yes. All right, you're going to be okay." Um, and and you've got over three thousand churches you're serving, and and the staff is growing, and and it's great. And and you were just telling me beforehand that you were on a you were on an exciting trip to Australia. Um, mm. Fill us in a bit about that because that just sounds amazing. Yeah, well, it's it's been a bit of an interesting one. There's um over the last kind of 12 18 months or so there's been more and more just a just a gentle trickle um of australian churches coming towards us saying oh i mean could we use church like yeah absolutely like it's it's global software it's used in like 40 50 countries anyway um and uh and so yeah we just kind of we we had picked up on that a little bit and then there was um an individual in particular who uh he reached out um, and said i think you need to kind of come and um, and, and really investigate whether Church Suite's the right product for, to serve a, a large number of Australian churches. And initially I thought, well, you know, it's a long way to go and, you know, we've got lots of work to do. Uh, and so I kind of, in some ways, I just, I, I, I think I zoomed with him and then I was like, yeah, yeah. no, nah, let's leave it. But then he just kept on coming back and I was like, this is, this is really, this is weird. And there was kind of that, um, you know, in Acts, uh, where it talks about the man from Macedonia calling yeah. Paul. And it kind of felt yeah. a little like I don't want to, yeah, 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 don't yeah, yeah, get yeah, up yeah. too much, but it, it kind of felt a bit like that. I'd like, why, why is this this person saying come over? So anyway, so I, I, I've just got back from a trip um, over there, really just kind of meeting with with loads of different churches um, over a ten day period, and just trying to understand you know, what are what are the tools that they're currently using? Um, yeah. How do they feel well supported? How do they not feel supported? Mm. Um, and just asking that question of, um, is is God inviting us to try and actively step into that? Yeah. Um, and, and what would that mean in terms of um, 
making sure that the churches that we already support and work alongside, like the first, well, the last thing we want to do is make any changes that would have a negative impact on them. Um, And so just trying to work out here, what are the synergies and and what are the differences? And um, actually, is it the case that um, that there are certain things within the Australian church, things that they want to do that actually are things that we're already hearing people saying, we want to do that here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So some fascinating kind of conversations. and really, yeah, really exciting kind of. I, mean, I can I imagine that. you just thriving in that and just enjoying that because the, yeah. the new stuff and and creative and thinking, and and some of the the challenges. I bet that is just yeah, yeah. That's your happy place. Definitely, definitely, yeah. At, at heart, there is no doubt that I I am a pioneer. I, I yeah. do have that. I mean, that's why I started. Yeah. I started doing all this. That's why I start anything new. Yeah. And so there's always for me i've always got to try and balance that pioneering side of me whilst making sure that you know if you start too many things or whatever yeah. you, you end up with a bit of a trail of destruction behind you don't you so um <laughs> just trying to make sure that i'm i i'm both operating in the strengths and the gifts that god's given yeah. me but also that i'm not creating too much chaos for those yeah, around yeah. me so, yeah. Um, it's yeah. A, it's a yeah. difficult balance but it's so true yeah and i i think what you've done though and and what well what i can see from the cheap seats from outside is you you've got great staff every time i ring up or you interact with someone you're finding people who connect not just to you know want to be involved in church week but i've got the same kind of values the same kind of heart um that local church heart just keeps on coming back every time you speak to someone and um and i, I certainly appreciate that about you guys and um and that must be really important for you it, it it's vital you know it ultimately um as much as people are um are kind of buying into a product when when they start using church mm-hmm. i think they're also buying into you know our heart and our vision for, for yeah. supporting the church you know we are we are far from perfect you know so many things that we can and will improve on um but you know the the starting point has got to be that we we find people who share the same visions share the same passion for the church um there's a there's a book that um there's an author called patrick lencioni um who's yes. written a book called yeah. the ideal team player yeah and um, and for me like in that book he talks about you know you need to find people who are humble who are hungry and who are smart mm. um, and so you know there's so much of, of pat lencioni's uh stuff that's been a massive influence uh, on me um, but yes. those three things like whenever we're interviewing someone um, we're, we're asking questions into trying to work out okay where are you at on humility is this a problem for you um like do you know who you are yeah um, and, and you're you're using those things yes. but but you know you can't go too you can't lean towards arrogance that's a that that's a difficult yeah. thing you hungry uh, like have you got that inner drive and energy mm. do you want to join us on this and support our customers like do you yeah. want more do you want to see god doing more and do you want to support yeah, yeah. what god is doing um, in in churches and then smart like people smart it it makes or breaks um so many situations like if you if you've got people with those good people smart skills whether that's in customer support and just being an empathetic ear of yep i hear what you're trying to do now let me try and do that with you Mm. or or whether that's the developers like okay you do a developer's um lens on on things can sometimes be quite different to the lens that someone in a support team might have yeah actually being able to bring all of those different uh, character attributes together um and focusing around those three has has been really helpful i think in us hopefully hiring really well and finding people that 
that fit with the vision and and hopefully you know want to continue serving and supporting the church for yeah. uh, for many years to come and it's so true isn't it you, you know we're kind of entering into discussion of kind of like staff culture and and i love some of patrick lencioni's stuff on this and and he's got some great books and, and worth reading and and people might be put off because they're not you know they're, they're kind of business focused in in some ways but but they are they there's such um common grace that's in there uh, that you know how you relate to people how you work together and um, the kind of character that's so important when you're hiring um and yeah he has some great stuff in there and i think that really you know one of your latest posts on online gavin which you know i connected with was that the missional leave stuff the way that you're investing in staff and actually positioning your staff to say we want you to focus on and serve the local church not just in you know what we're doing at church street but actually in your own individual gift gift gifting and opportunities to serve and Fill us in a little bit about that. Has that come out of your culture conversation and that you've just implemented it or were people well, asking for leave? What, what what was going on? Yeah, so um I I give um I give huge credit to uh one of our staff, um Lindsay, who uh she linked me in with an article that I think Harvard Business Review had written about Patagonia, the clothing company. Yeah. Patagonia are um They've got a great staff culture, um, and and they 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 basically grew out of the um, West Coast American surfer lifestyle, where people were highly engaged in um, kind of uh, green, uh, sustainable, all those kind of yeah. things, and, and they were kind of looking at me like, well, we need clothing that matches some of those kind of uh, principles, and so as Patagonia, the company, um, grew, um, one of the things they found was that their their staff it started morphing from these kind of uh, highly energetic surfer types into mm-hmm. more corporate types. And so they started mm-hmm. saying, well, wh- what's changed here? And one of the things they identified was they were no longer hiring out of the same pool of people. Okay. Um, they were no longer hiring out of surfers. They were hiring out of a kind of a, a corporate pool. Yeah, and yeah. they identified that part of that was down to the fact that surfers love to go surfing. Like surfers yeah. love to get on a beach and start clearing yeah. it up surfers love to to get involved in those things but their corporate structures whilst they started there were no longer in that Mm. place Mm. Um, and so one of the things that they then started doing was you know every few years they they organized various different things to enable people to get out there and and do kind of ecologically kind of sound and sensible sustainable projects of you know go and clean up an oil slick or go and do these kind of things so Lindsay gave me this article and said you know what what do you think this means for church suite and um and I, I you know as as we kind of talked about it we're like well we want our people to continue being invested in the church yeah many of our staff members were on staff at yeah. uh, churches previously um and and actually they they used church suite and they loved it so much that they ended up coming to, to work for us that's kind <laughs> of, kind of yeah. a bit of a story but um but we want to support that. We were like, well, we don't want to damage the church in any way. How can we continue to encourage people to serve the church capital C um, yeah, yeah, and yeah. give of themselves? And so just piecing some of those bits together, we were like, well, one of the great ways we could do that is by giving everyone an allowance of five, you know, five full paid yeah. working days on top of all of their annual leave. Yeah. That if you want to go and serve at a at a youth camp great have our blessing have our pay don't yeah. do that contribute yeah, yeah, yeah. bless the body of christ yeah. you know you yeah. want to go and do something more humanitarian you want to serve people on a you know on a rubbish dump in mexico or you want to go and 
and you know, do whatever it might be. It's like, yes, we want to support that. Like God's kingdom comes yeah. when when restoration to things yeah. comes and, uh, and and God's people are served when, when we get out there and we do the stuff. So um, it's like, well, let, let's pay people to do that and make sure that we keep that as part of our culture. So, um, yeah, so that, that's been a really exciting thing over the last, I guess it, it might be about the last five years we've done that um, and just seeing more and more people choosing to to do that um, yeah, great serving at conferences youth camps clubs yeah it's, it's been brilliant we really loved yeah. it i i love it and i think it's it's great and i love the fact that you guys are promoing it and and sharing some of the stories about it and and i i think that really connects the you know the the software to the local church to strengthening and building up local church that that your staff culture the things that you value the most are all in that direction and mm-hmm. to serve the church and ultimately to serve christ and the gospel going out there and and um it's it's yeah well let me encourage you you're doing a fantastic job and uh this not only is the software great and the staff great but you know the service the new products the new ideas you, you guys are constantly thinking of stuff to do and make better and yeah. i appreciate I mean, that it's, a, it's such a balance isn't it because there's always yeah. the tension of like you you can't always just constantly chase new because you've got to got to maintain and improve what's already there but at the same time it's like when we hear good ideas um which get shared to us by by customers or um or just on the back of a conversation with the customer like we get excited about them like oh we could see the kingdom benefit in doing that yeah um and yeah we just love to keep it's doing good. it uh, some of my staff here at the church have nailed down new members workflows I, i've seen some of that interacting with pastoral staff as well as administrative staff and, and that everyone has a part to play in this we've loved that 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 has been great you know people getting getting contact um the planning center stuff the sunday morning running orders and working all those things through working that through to ccli that stuff is great you know there's just such such key things that make our life so much easier Mm. um and i sleep better because of it you know because church suites this this stuff is great um i've picked on two things that i'd love to kind of just chat through um one is the kind of this new resource planner that you've got you've kind of launched Mm. so you can do the room hire and stuff like that fill us in a little bit about that if someone's not heard about that from from church suite yeah so, so um yeah what you're kind of touching on there is some some functionality um, within the bookings module. So the bookings module is all about rooms and resources. You know, you define yeah. all the different things that you've got to, to hire out, whether that's, you know, the, the, the church hall or a, you know, the kitchen or whatever it might be. Um, particularly if you've got um, your own premises, then you've likely got rooms and resources that you know, get booked out yeah. for certain things. Um, and so for years, we've had that bookings module, which has been primarily focused on making sure that internally, um, all of yeah. all of the information is is really accessible. You know, you know who's who's booked out what, and you mm-hmm. can set up all the different questions to make sure you get all the the good bits of uh, information you need about that. Um, but what what this new um, planner that we've just launched uh, does is it enables you to um, bring some of that information through into your church website. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And and certainly, you know, for for anyone who's got a you know, a busy church, um, and and particularly if you've got if you host um, weddings and things like that, um, one of the questions that you'll be fielding is, oh, are you is the is the church available on this date? And yeah. what about this date? And you know, or, or whether it's you know for for guides or whatever yeah. you know, whatever it might be, um, 
but the uh, that new free busy planner that we've um, built out effectively allows you to say oh, okay the, the things that i want to show mm-hmm. um when they're busy um you you choose those rooms and resources so it doesn't have to be everything um and then you can put that into your website uh, and and all it does is it says this is free or this is busy so it doesn't tell you the information about who's booked things out or what yeah. they're booked for like we, sh- we shouldn't really be sharing yeah. that kind of information on our websites yeah um but it it's just useful, means- isn't it? Because it's it's about ten emails that go back and forth, isn't it? Is this date free? Is it not? And yeah. you know, can we do this? And can we can't not do that? And and yeah, we've we've developed some around the whole thing about events. I think more and more we're getting more and more out of church suite on that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So having the right forms that people can go through that mm-hmm. goes actually when you go to when you do an event, these are the four or five things that you're responsible for. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and then people being able to actually sign up for it, being able to pay for events and work through those things. Um, all all of that makes such a such a difference so um yeah loving that and it is a really busy time for that lots of um lots of people still or lots of people find with their carol services that particularly if they're running multiple services um mm. to, to help cater for the number of people lots of people will um either you know either just have event pages to publicize that um or, or some people actually do say well we've got specific fire capacity yeah. in our venue uh, and so actually just making that as a ticketed event it's a free thing for yeah. for pretty much everyone that i know of um, but it just helps you to manage that flow and understand okay that first service is going to be the, the one that we've we're going to hit full capacity on but the second yeah. service the third service whatever it might be um so yeah we see we see hundreds of thousands of people signing up to yeah. um to church events whether those are carol services or newcomers meals or yeah. the alpha course christianity explored all sorts yeah. uh, and it's just yeah. it's, it's it's so cool to kind of see so much engagement and, and yeah because uh, you guys get to see all that activity i guess don't you i mean you must you know you must know the stats I, I love a bit of stats so you know how many emails go out each week and and how many people sign up and yeah. and even just your giving stuff that people are giving through i'm sure there's there's a huge number at the end of all of that um yeah we're obviously quite constrained in terms of what we see um we, we shield ourselves from being able to see too much information yeah, yeah. so yeah we certainly see you know that we're sending five million emails a month or you know so yeah, i remember you saying it was number. something crazy like that yeah, yeah. it's, you know, it, it's crazy numbers and some of those things like oh my goodness when when we take a step back yeah because um, every Every Christmas, um, once a quarter, all of the team come together and we have um, kind of a quarterly offsite day, uh, yeah. just looking at, you know, how are we doing, teaching into certain things, yeah. looking at different topics. Um, and at Christmas time, we always reflect on the last 12 months. So I'm I'm going to be preparing the uh, the numbers and the stats. But every year, <laughs> just to take that step back and like, oh, my yeah. goodness, the, yeah. um, the responsibility we have, but also the, the excitement to see um, just how much stuff is happening uh, yeah. through the church suite um and, and the ministry that we we get to play a, a small role in in supporting it's, it's super exciting love it oh it's great and yeah god has really blessed it and it, it, you can see the fruit all over the place so mate you know for you and your team just you know thank you and and be encouraged from what you guys are doing is is tremendous um I want to touch on holiday clubs because somebody was asking me this the other day saying, tell us, do you know, how do you use church suite in a holiday club kind of, you know, situation? And I was thinking, okay, well, if someone, you know, hears this kind of early December, they, you know, new year, they sign up for church suite and they start to think about holiday clubs. We've got February coming spring, a lot of activity ramps up, doesn't it? As we get past sort of February, 
Mm. Fill me in a little bit on some of the technical stuff and functionality of that and how you might mm. run that through. Because you've got some case studies on the website that explain some of the stuff, but nothing like having the person in the in the room. <laughs> That's very flattering. Like the reality is that more and more, I, I realised that for, for certain kind of niches, there are, there are things that, do you know what? There's far better people on the team than me to answer some of those specifics. Uh, I'll give this my best shot. But, um, but yeah, for, <laughs> for anyone who's listening who wants more information, there's probably like Paul, Sue, Luke, like there's there's various other people on the team who are, You've actually got much better um, insights into <laughs> the, the detail of doing these things than me. But yeah, here we yeah. go. Um, so I think my starting point would be to say, right, well, you're gonna you're gonna put an event on your uh, your church calendar, which people can sign up to, um, yeah. and and you're gonna ask parents to come along and sign up for their children. Um, and on that event, you're gonna be able to customize it so you can put in all of the different fields of information that you need. So. Um, whether that's dietary requirements um, or uh, school that the child attends. So yeah. you can try and group children together based on school or people they might know. And um, basically you can customize that whole event sign up yeah. form to, to get all the information you want on there. And um, so that's going to be your first um, kind of starting point, because then you can share that page to Facebook and social media and, and yeah. what have you. You can um, put a QR code to that on a flyer that you print to hand out um around school or whatever it might be um, just making it nice and easy for people to sign up um yeah. and then and then past that um everyone's holiday clubs are, are slightly different um mm. but i would i would probably be thinking that okay there's a there's going to be an age group structure in this yeah. holiday club that may or may not match up with the age group structure you run on a sunday every chance is you might not be running the holiday club for some of those younger age groups it, and, and actually you might break it down more by specific school years or something like that so i would probably be then thinking okay well in the children module in church suite um, you can set up a gathering that um that kind of um helps you organize the children into the specific groupings that you want them to be in yeah and then you can just bring over that um that sign up list from your event and allocate the children into those different groups. Yeah, great. Um, and then what that will end up meaning is that you can, um, on the day or the, the days that the holiday club is running, uh, you can run the child check-in system. So you can either run that with with printed badges or, or without. Yeah. Um, and and you can, when a child arrives, you're going to check them in. They're going to be on your system. If you, you've got good safeguarding records. Um, and then when the parent um comes to collect them at the end of the day you can check them about check them out but you can also make sure that you know the kind of the security code the, the four digit number that was allocated to them when they were checked in that the person who's collecting them has got that <laughs> correct number just to make sure yeah, you know yeah, you yeah. want to make sure because there's so much stuff with safeguarding we just want to yeah. we just want to be so far beyond reproach and showing that we've got really good robust systems because yeah. that gives confidence to people uh, and ultimately you know this That's is the nice. The gospel's at stake here, so yeah. let, let, we just got we just got to make sure we're doing these things as well as we possibly can. Absolutely um, right. So yeah, that's kind of a bit of a nutshell. Yeah. Of event sign up, your gathering and group structure, child check in, but yeah. then I guess on the back of all that, you've got you've got the ability to communicate out um, to the parents. Mm. Uh, obviously, you know your own data protection policies are going to dictate um, how long you've said you yeah. will communicate to them and making sure you're only inviting them but one of the great things on the back of 
holiday clubs i know so many people do is um there'll, there'll often be a you know a sunday service geared towards the holiday club yeah, attendings yeah, yeah. Um, on the back of it but also you know maybe a month later or something like that just having something that is a follow-on yeah. and just a, an additional contact point to try and just further engagement um yeah. of the children and the, the parents um of them uh, on the back of it so communicate out to the signups thank them for coming invite them to that yeah. next thing um yeah use use the tool to try and yeah get, yeah, get people it's great involved. yeah and we've done sort of follow-up feedbacks after and sent out mm. forms for people to say look would you give us you know gives your thoughts on here two or three mm. things that we could do better next year and, and things like that and um and and it, it just yeah you, you you're always creating that vehicle for us to kind of yeah communicate to people disciple people advertise things organize things bring a sense of order and and like you say confidence to people that interact with us that we've got the right systems and processes in place you know in place that mm. are going to deal with people's information correctly and and all of that is um yeah gdpr is no longer a problem with with church street it, it, it just manages it and, and and i love the fact that you guys have thought through this to serve pastors and serve leaders um different question then fire question mm. i was speaking to a church the other day who said oh we've got 10 people and um do we really need to sign up to something like church street um how would you answer that I, i'll tell you how i answered it after yeah um well so in all honesty if you've got 10 people probably not um if you've got 15 people maybe not if you've got 20 people well you're probably getting there if you've got 30 people hmm. basically the, the question becomes i think there's there's a few distinctions that i would encourage yeah. people to to make um firstly uh, there is the distinction of where does where does this data exist who who owns this data how is you know you meet someone on the street you get their phone number um it goes into someone's phone you may, maybe you've been out you've been evangelizing or yeah. on the streets or whatever it might be um and uh you know, any of those kind of things it's like okay so where's that data going is that mm-hmm. is that data going into a personal individual device is that going into something that represents the organization so there's, there's some legalities that we should always be considering yeah um but we don't want to have systems that are too rigid at any any one point but the reality is that at some point and it's often around about you know maybe there's 25 people gathered or something like that um it's around about that point that the bottlenecks start coming up yeah because actually the the pastor or you know, whoever it might be, yeah, they yeah, yeah. the only person yeah. who's got so and so's contact details. Yeah, and and at that point, you know, everyone's everyone's kind of bringing questions to them. Oh, what about this? What about that? And and there can be a, a you know a, a point of getting overwhelmed. Mm. Um, but more than that, actually, the whole idea of of using a system like Church Suite is it helps to distribute data and information mm-hmm. so that um, so that you know, anyone. Yeah. Um, with, with the right levels of, of access and permission can can get involved and yeah. help to make yeah. things happen yeah um, you know if if you look at that that verse of you know the um your church staff are there to prepare the saints for works of service yeah like that that whole idea of you know we we ourselves um and, and anyone who is kind of a core person within a mm. staff within a church whether that's like literally they're working on staff or just they're heavily involved as volunteering mm. um we've got to be looking at okay, how can we engage other people and deploy others because 
there's such a wide variety of gifts uh, that God's put in each one of us uh, for, for the purpose of ministry. So, so yeah, I think there's, there's got to be that kind of attitude of, right, before we get to that point where someone is a bottleneck, let's bring in a system that can help to disseminate some of the information um, so that things can continue happening. Yeah. Um, so what, what was your answer then? <laughs> My answer was yes, absolutely. Cause I think it, it's, um, what I what I realized as I started talking to the person, it was like actually um you interact with more people in the community than you realize. Mm. And actually you've got 10 in your head, but actually that might actually be 20. Mm. Um and how do we how do we have a tool that actually says we we'd love to grow and a tool that actually measures some growth mm. um and and actually can give us some, yeah, some data that we could actually start to begin to process and say, actually, when we did our Christmas event, we asked people, would they like to sign up to Alpha? We've got a really easy way, you know, someone can use a QR code and all the information will go in through a form directly into Church Suite with all the right, correct per- permissions already granted. Yeah. Um, and um, as we started talking about it, I think there was this enthusiasm and actually, yeah, okay, so maybe it might not seem cost effective at the minute for 10 or in his mind 10, but actually this is a kind of a, a, a commitment to say, actually we want God to do something in this church and we want to grow and actually let's get this tool in place now while we've got the time yeah. and then begin to start to see that. And, and, and we sort of bouncing back and forth on that. And I think he, he, you know, the pastor got it and said, I think you're right. And, mm. and, and they're going to go for it. And, and I, I just love that kind of, um, yeah releasing that pastor and saying yeah i think this is good and i know i know there's there's an older generation isn't there that just want to buy the software and keep it and and they still exist to some extent as you Mm -hmm. interact with older churches but actually no move into this subscription model and that as the cost grows as the numbers grow in the church and um you know your model that allows that to happen means that it's accessible to to all churches and 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 i i love that And 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 i think people yeah you know, small and big will be served by it. Um, mm. Any other thoughts think, on that, mate? Yeah, well, I think that the cost one is really interesting because, because um, you know, if if minimum wage is at thirteen pounds an hour, something like that, isn't it? Now, that, yeah, I, I, I can't remember exactly. It, it, it ballpark that. Um, well, you know, a small church um, starting out with church suite, they're they're going to be paying more, like I don't know, maybe a, a tenner a month. Um, I think it's less than that. Um, less I, should, than that yeah. I should probably know my, my numbers, but <laughs> <laughs> I think it's seven fifty. But don't quote me on that. Let's let's. So the basic that. module of this, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, therefore, you know, actually, if if the tool is going to save you um, even like forty five yeah. minutes of time in a month, then it has already paid off. Yeah. And I think one of the things that um, one of the things that I think churches um sometimes can have a tendency to do is 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 not factor in the amount of time that people kind of give to something um and um and we kind of think oh well uh, i don't i don't think we're ever doing it with a bad heart Mm -hmm. um, or hopefully we're never doing it with a bad heart but sometimes we overlook the fact that volunteer hours do have a cost they have a cost to to people and to families and what have you um, and and actually to spend a little bit of money on a tool that could potentially dramatically reduce the number of hours volunteers need to to spend on things 
Well, actually, that means that people can be redeployed into different areas where perhaps they're getting closer to the kind of the front line of, yes. of, of bringing the gospel to people. Yeah. Um, and and so I think that there's a, a my challenge when when I'm having those kind of cost conversations with people is is kind of to say, well, you know, what what is the value you place on an hour of John's time or an hour of Sue's time or whatever it might be? Mm. Um, because actually, if, even if it's just a couple of pounds a month that you would value their time at, well, by by help giving them tooling that can help them yeah. do more quicker, yeah. actually, you're you're opening the possibilities of what other ministry you can do. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely um, right, and, and that's where God's working. So, absolutely right. And I think, yeah, I think it's a conversation we constantly have with leaders and chatting in churches. Is that having one or two tools around, you know, church suite and around finance packages, you know, like a, a an expense plus you know serves treasurers and 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 serves administrative staff and um and i know these things can can seem daunting and they can take some time to implement but um they the investment is worth it and we and we see the fruit and and, and you've probably got hundreds of stories where where the fruit has made it you know it, you know the system has made a huge difference and people are seeing fruit in discipleship in growth in the church in terms of just being able to manage a church mm. well and be effective um you know that that's happening any any stories that come to mind where you're aware of that the software has made a big difference i'd, I'd love to give you an opportunity just to kind mm. of share great question um so one that um one that immediately came to mind is um and it's a it's a it's a, a little bit um maybe a couple of years old something like that but um one of our team was uh was doing some training uh, with a church who were just starting to implement um, mm-hmm. church screen, looking at how do we how do we get this like properly rolled out everywhere um, and in the room they um, I don't I, 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 I'll talk as if I know the exact details but mm-hmm. I'm a little hazy on some of the details and let, <laughs> let's say there was like six or eight people six or eight staff members in the room and yeah. um, and and as they started looking at the child checking system um, the the kind of the kids pastor uh, just started crying and um and paul who was doing the training at the time he was like i'm really sorry like are you all right what's going on (laughs) and and she she tends him she just said no one in the room understands the pressure that i carry on a sunday no one no one has an idea of the kind of that emotional impact of of carrying that burden and she said everything you're showing me here i know that this is going to make a difference not only to the church but also to my personal life yeah, um, and it's 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 stories yeah, like that. Great. Like, wow, we like yes, yeah. we're building software and we're trying to make it like really easy to connect with and and easy to use. Um, we want it to have a genuine impact on people's lives, but it's when you hear those kind of things, like, wow, that is that's that's really special. Like we are, we're honoured to be yeah. in the position where we get to play a part in yeah. not only helping to help kingdom ministry happen, but also. Yeah. For, for her like perhaps meaning that when she finishes church on a sunday lunch uh she's not wiped out for the rest of the day yeah, and she's got yeah. more energy for friends and family and yeah. uh, whatever else it might be so there's yeah there are loads of loads of stories there's other people who've commented a bit like you did earlier that yeah. you know by um by using flows and forms as part of their newcomer integration yeah. process yeah um actually that they've they've been able to make sure that people haven't slipped through the gaps and they they know where they're at and that they've done you know they've followed through on their own intentions of okay this is this is how we want to welcome people and invite them in um obviously you know software is not going to 
software is not the Holy Spirit. A software <laughs> is not necessarily going to bring people in and help them yeah. to step. But yeah. software can facilitate those uh, those processes to make sure yeah. that people are followed up on consistently. Um, yeah. And uh, and, and we're, we're opening our arms as, as well as we possibly can when we're welcoming people into the church. So, yeah, really exciting to, to hear little little stories here and there. I, I love it. There's grace at work in it, isn't there? And um, yeah, it, it really is great. One one last question that doesn't relate to church suites. And I, I know you've been over to Australia and you've you've been looking at the churches there. What are some of the are there any impacts or any challenges that you've as you've been interacting with churches that you think churches in the UK are are facing other difficulties, other challenges that you've become aware of? Um, I think it'd be interesting just to hear your perspective mm. um, on that. Yeah, great question. Well, I think you know, one of the, the hot topics um, of the day is, is that of AI. Okay. And what, yeah. what does that mean for the church? Like, um, you know, on, on one hand, you know, if you've got um, consistent admin and organizational processes, like, should we find ways to deploy AI to do all of these things for us that we don't have to do them? like oh that feels that feels awkward um (laughs) but at the same time it's like well but are there opportunities coming in Mm -hmm. that um that actually we we could leverage some of those technologies for we should leverage and so i think we've got a really interesting uh point in time coming up where um i think we we had that kind of revolution where we moved from paper to digital yeah and equally um in that there were benefits and and there were undoubtedly there will also have been things that have been lost in that Mm. um and i think we've got another moment coming where as we grapple with what does ai mean um like should you have an ai bot that is the thing that is like responding to any inbound inquiries to the church like is that is that good use of time is that bad like where are we where are we drawing some of those lines and i don't have any answers on those things mm. um but i think there's some interesting conversations i think there'll be there some that actually there are things that we we do manually even with software um helping us with those processes yeah. that that some of more automated ai type tooling can take from us so that we can focus more on people mm. but i think equally there will be some who who go too far perhaps yeah and um they might see potentially false positive results early but then they'll have to withdraw from them and i think it's i think with all of this like we just we just need god to give us wisdom on on all of these because it's not i don't think ai is bad i think it's got the potential to do some real good but i think we need we need godly wisdom to Mm. work out where to draw that line Um, and it'll be different in, in many different people's churches, like an inner city church, um, that might that might make a lot more sense to leverage those kind of tools more there than in a uh, perhaps a, a more rural, um, smaller yeah. setting. Yeah. Um, and so I don't think it's a one size fits all, but I think there's going to be some really interesting conversations. Yeah, it's interesting year. you mentioned the AI because I knew of a church that were using some AI um, to do some of their graphics work. Mm. And they were having some graphic design stuff that were coming back from using AI, and it, and it was tremendous. And and mm. the cost of what they would normally have to pay out to do something, and that wasn't it wasn't exactly right. It wasn't exactly perfect, but but they mm. the, but they begun to start to explore. Actually, is this a way for us? Because we don't have somebody with that gifting in our church. 
is this a way for us to use AI to be able to create some engaging posters or material or something or design? And then, yeah, yeah fascinating to start thinking about that. I mean, that that could do graphic designers in the church out of the business, you know, but it's, but yeah, again, it's, it's, um, it's discussions that are going to come up, isn't it, amongst teams? And um... I think it's so, so. One of the things that occurs to me is, you know, you're, yeah, it's going to do graphic designers out of business. Well, mm. but it, I, I get, I, I know that was a flippant comment. Yes, but, it is. Yeah, yeah, but but like the idea of, um, you know, in pretty much any church, there's going to be some kind of artwork on yeah. walls. There's going to be, you know, in a in an old church that you know you've got stained glass, and in a more modern church, you might have a, a big canvas print or something mm. like that. Um, and I think there, there, are, there are various things that I've kind of thought in my head of, or oh, how how far would I go? Would I use AI to generate the artwork for a canvas print that is going to go on the church wall? Mm. And I think my in my head, I'm kind of thinking like, well, um, you look back to um, Old Testament and, um, and, and God giving Bezalel the Holy Spirit mm. so that he would be able to create the artifacts which were there to draw people to worship, the artifacts yeah, of the yeah. temple. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, well, no, no, actually, there needs to be like for something that is, is created to draw people towards worship. Mm. I think we need mm. to maintain that level of, OK, no, God is inspiring and working through the artist. There is there is the in in um, indwelling yeah. spirit that is inspiring and, and things are coming out from that, but you know for for a little flyer or a poster, well that's a different kind of thing. And so yeah. I almost think there's going to be there's going to yeah. be some of these kind of like what is the purpose of this piece of artwork? Yeah. Um, is is it is it there as a let's let's worship God through this thing, or is yeah. it there as a as a tool to invite someone along? Yeah. And maybe some of that will help to shape bits of conversation around it, but. Um, yeah, I think it's. I think we're gonna get some. Get some yeah, we're gonna get some interesting things. And I think this particular church that I was talking about was they they were struggling to come up with new ideas for design. Mm. And and I think the fact that they were able to go, here's four or five things that we could look at that go, oh, actually, mm. right. We know now we've got a bit more clarity of actually what we want and what we actually think is going to appeal. And um, and they were certainly thinking about the kind of the priority of how do we reach the next generation with the gospel how do we pass on the gospel to the next generation um our communications our media our how we present was really important and and it's and and i could see you know i could see why they were exploring in those avenues but um mm -hmm. yeah for some churches you know the mention of ai is hasn't even been on a team agenda hasn't been something that's talked about so um yeah apologies if you're hearing this for the first time but um you know maybe we should do a podcast together on you know even people just been chatting to us about the meta verse and mm -hmm. and churches online and using that and um and there, there's some interesting conversations coming out about that and um yeah you must be involved in some of that as well uh bits and bobs like yes probably more so more so conversations than um yeah i think it, it's a fascinating area absolutely fascinating mm. um and I, I love um i love the uh kind of the the motto motto is a wrong word but um there's a, a church called life church um who they they say in order to reach people no one else is reaching we've mm. got to do things no one else is doing and yeah. so they've they've kind of gone quite big on um doing church online as a way of trying to reach people and, and mm -hmm. you know, investing a, a lot of time energy money into things like the metaverse yeah um, and you know that's whilst whilst that is not necessarily my cup of tea i'm, I'm not really yeah 
that that taken by VR and stuff like that. I don't really yeah. like wearing regular glasses. I don't want to wear VR goggles myself. Yeah, but yeah, they, yeah. but there's plenty of people who do. Yeah. And uh, and and every one of those needs Jesus just as much as I do. Mm. And you do. Mm. Um, and, uh, and so I love the fact that God deploys his capital C church all over the place, yeah. different people with different passions, um, so that we can hopefully reach all people everywhere. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that's so true. And we'll finish on that. And it's so important, isn't it? That your your software serves us with the, what what we're most important to us is is Christ, isn't it? And the gospel going out, people hearing the good news of Jesus and seeing their lives changed is uh, yeah, it's something that we want to do. And uh, mate, you you play a huge part in that. And um, if you're involved in a local church serving in administration operations, then then let you know here a, a thank you and a well done for what you're doing. I don't know what encouragement you have, but but you will be making a huge difference in the function of your church in the running of your church that enables the gospel to go out. And we are enablers and that's part of our role and part of our joy. And uh, it's in the background, but uh, I'm, I'm happy in that and love that. So um, Gavin, thank you so much for your time, mate, and, and giving us some, yeah, giving us this podcast. Love to hear the updates about Australia and we, mate we wish you great wisdom and success in all the stuff that you're doing um i love the fact that you guys are continuing to better this and continue to serve churches and again i think this podcast captures your heart for local church which is absolutely mine and so you know it is our absolute you know privilege to promote you and to thank you and to work with you um so yeah please pass on that all of that to your team and, and everyone working at church week yeah thank you so much good to have you on all right well if you're listening to the podcast we've got another 69 podcasts that we've done and um, we'd love you to engage with the website if there's any way that the church office can serve you whether it be with policies procedures whether it be with some training videos whether it be just um you know just a friend to talk to for an hour to share experience and we would love to you to get in contact with us and uh, please let us know so please check out the website and please check out church suite if there's any questions you'd like to follow up, then please get in contact at questions at thechurchoffice.co.uk. We'd love to hear from you. All right. Thanks a lot for your time. We'll see you again next time on the podcast.